0: Um, The Jew joke was Oh yeah There's two The first is um, uh, uh. no Well one's a Jew joke And one isn't I'll tell you the Jew joke first I'll tell you a really abridged version Oh what?
1: Okay
0: Oh you don't want the abridged version
1: No I, I do I think
0: I think you do So It's a guy
1: He's been You're going to cut it short Reminds me of another Jewish joke <laughs>
0: This is starting well <laughs> he's been stranded on a desert island for many years like 10 years and finally he's being rescued mm-hmm. he was making smoke signals and he caught the attention of a plane mm-hmm. before they take him off the island he says, but look what i've built i've been here 10 years by myself i'm really proud i want to show you everything mm-hmm. that i've made here which is already pretty jewish boy <laughs> he takes him around he shows them this is the dining room <laughs> this is the kitchen. Shows them all the improvised, like the sink and the improvised cooking devices he's made, and all this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. He, all of his utensils, he's had ten years to make. one uh-huh. Um They yeah. see through a window. They see.
1: Uh, he made a window.
0: <laughs> yeah, he made a little bamboo hut window. Uh-huh. He see. They see this little uh, another little hut in the distance. He takes them over to show it, show it to me. this is my shul, this is the synagogue. I <laughs> used to pray here that you, you, you guys would come and save me. And look, Hashem has provided, you've come and saved me. Uh-huh. Through the window of the synagogue, they see another little hut, just a little while off. They say, what's that one? <laughs> he goes, oh, that's the other shul, we don't go there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I really like that joke, <laughs> damn it. I really didn't want to like this, this joke. I mean, Mm. I feel like it would be more appropriate if either of us were Jewish. I can't wait to tell my dad that joke. (laughs) Oh, Oh, um, we should call my dad on air.
0: Uh, What's the the greatest Jewish dilemma?
1: Mm, When pork products are on discount. Oh, Oh. Free bacon. Free bacon, yeah. I got it. Mm -hmm. I got it. (laughs) I got
0: it. Uh, What's the difference between karate and judo?
1: Is this a Jewish joke? No. I don't know, but I also feel like you're just about to tell me about martial arts, and this is not a joke at all. No, it's a
0: joke, <laughs> uh, but I can tell you all about uh, <laughs> uh Karate is an ancient Japanese martial art mm-hmm. um, with a very with a very stringent moral code, and uh, judo is what they make bagels out of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, these um Impressive. Yeah. Thank you for that.
0: Thank you, Daniel from Gerald's.
1: Thanks, Daniel. Um, what is your favourite you Jewish soon. joke? Do you know your, your favourite Jewish joke of all time?
0: Um, I've got one that's sort of psychoanalytically informed mm. uh, that I've always quite liked. Mm. Actually, they both are. Um, of the two, I didn't mention them. <laughs> the first one... <laughs> Um, trying to remember it. Uh, what's the difference between a Doberman and a Jewish mother? What a Doberman eventually lets go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: Um, and you know, the other one. Um, is a son, a Jewish boy. He calls his mother. He's grown up. He's moved out. He's. He doesn't have kids yet, but he's got a wife. They live together. He calls his mother. How are you, mum? She goes, David, I'm terrible. I haven't eaten in weeks. And he says, you haven't eaten in weeks? What's going on? What's wrong? Mm. I didn't want my mouth should be full in case you called.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. These are all great. (laughs) I can't remember one Jewish joke now.
0: Well, they're all on tape now for you.
1: That's so great. Mm. I'm sure I had a bunch of them stashed away, but no, they are all gone.
0: Take a second. We can edit out the space.
1: I feel like my analysis has pushed them all out.
0: (laughs) That's what that does. (laughs) Uh, Clean as a whistle. Clean like a goy. That's what (laughs) after after your analysis. My psyche is spick
1: and span.
0: (laughs) No guilt.
1: I What's know. going? <laughs> You're light as a feather, <laughs> but with it goes all my humour. Hmm. It's the trade-off.
0: Well, if it's a joke that's like passed down, then you've only lost someone else's humour. Mm-hmm. All yours is right there. For instance, if I said, "Say something funny right now." No. See, <laughs> you go. <going laughs> <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs>
1: But seriously, why can't I remember any of my Jewish jokes?
0: Um, like, broadly speaking, repression.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm on the spot right now. I can't remember one. <laughs>
0: I don't actually think that is necessarily repression. Mm-mm. It could merely be inhibition.
1: Yeah, I think it has something to do with the microphone.
0: Mm. But we're going to edit all that bit out. Oh,
1: <laughs> No one's going to hear our Jewish jokes.
0: No, they can hear that. We don't have to put on your. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, none of this is going in.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Should we start the show? What
1: about my vape?
0: What about my vape? Shit. Let the record reflect that I have a nerd vape. Yeah. That looks like a lightsaber and you have a jewel. Because 'Cause you're cool. Mm,
1: yeah, and you're a Not st- cool. steampunk <laughs> fedora wearing oh, man. <laughs> Still laughing at those jokes, that's funny.
2: I'm
0: glad you like them.
1: <laughs> he built a competing shawl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the other
1: It's perfect.
0: We don't go there. There's no we. <laughs> we were talking essentially at the end of last week. I think one of the main tropes we kept returning to is that, and this is where our title comes from, you think love is on the island, but actually it's right here. That everything that's being acted on the mainland, on the island is in fact... Just as we do it on the mainland, there's mm. nothing different bet- between there there and here, except that there is a more sort of um, accelerationist version of um of the way that i I want to say the way that love is being degraded, but I think that love is always like this quality that's being degraded by the contemporary or something mm. like that so um the way that love is. Encountering its necessary degradation in this moment, mm-hmm. or something like that, and its n- degradation in this moment consists of um, steroids which produce the outward illusion of masculinity but in fact impede masculinity the same way that I guess any like hyper gender identification does mm. fake titties um, and what what else p r jobs.
1: And also like...
0: And everyone's Miss Britain.
1: Two of There's them. Two of them. Mm.
0: And everyone's committing suicide also. But n- yeah, two I- of them. Not
1: necessarily just the degradation of love, but that that the island is a mirroring, albeit a magnification of the dark side of of personhood. Mm. Not just the idea of love. That this sort of quest for fame to quench one's insecurities, the accelerated jealousies and the self-hatred and the, I don't know, ganging up on on newcomers. It's all there. Yeah, it's all
0: there and just all in one day instead of 10 Mm. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You were saying this just before we came on air, which is that, you know, Marlon and Reichardt, I guess we're going to have to introduce all these people. Mm. But so, you know, Marlon and oh, they both these two contestants on the show mm. in, in the second episode, both say to each other, oh, I wouldn't ordinarily fall in love with someone so quickly as yeah. this. And I, I feel so much more comfortable around you than I ordinarily do. And things usually take more time. Yeah. Like no shit.
1: And they're confused by their own feelings and their own behavior.
0: Yeah. But I guess the, c- the trend or the quality of the interaction maybe doesn't change. That's an interesting question if maybe... So, it, you could, you can propose one of two things or both. Does it just accelerate things that would ordinarily happen so Malin and Reichardt would ordinarily like each other? Maybe they wouldn't find each other. Maybe time would intervene, but they are just inherently attracted to each other. Or do the conditions of the show mm. produce very particular attractions that yeah. wouldn't exist outside in any circumstances? I think
1: it's the latter i think there's something being constructed there's something artificial Mm. that springs from this warped environment
0: yeah you can definitely see a a, like a way in which people would be unconsciously selecting for a partner who's perfect as a as a partner in there Yes. yes yes so
1: that's another way to look at it it's almost like thinking about um, a matchmaking culture or a culture that, um, you know, marries amongst themselves, there's there's little to no choice and... Can you sing it? <laughs> you want me to sing Fiddler on the Roof yes. right now? <laughs> Here on air? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> um, but without choice, without choice they make do. And there's something to be said for that, like wh- whether mm-hmm. or not it's how we should be living. Mm-hmm. I'll leave that question aside. That
0: could be an elevation of love that's caused by the show. Yes. The freedom of constraints or whatever. Yeah. The limits under which freedom flourishes.
1: Yeah. And is it's interesting that this sort of culture that has created um, Tinder has also created Love Island, in which the conditions are completely different, where mm. you get you know less than a handful of possible suitors and it does seem to work <laughs> <laughs> there's some magic that happens when you you have so few choices that your your feelings are altered and
0: no not mine
1: no, not, not yours. But y- you want to fuck like four of those women. <laughs> it's working on you. It's true. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, Rijkaard. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> <Just> a catch. <laughs> direct, directly
0: <laughs> through the television.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. I mean, that's another interesting part is how, like, how do our uh, like, identifications with this particular moving image work to make us a part of the, c- the Love Island community? like what, what what I mean why is yeah. it why is everyone watching is it because we wish that we had so many like as many limits as they have yeah, on Yeah the, the limits
1: I w- I wonder it's that's an interesting point but so so that is one possibility of how they're they're sort of being manipulated mm. by the environment mm-hmm. um it could, of course, be a little more sinister and, and not as not as wholesome or um, pro <laughs> matchmaking societies. Mm. That they're isolated, mm. and and their wits they they don't have their wits about them anymore. Something is sliding mm. in this isolation, and I mean we saw um, so Olivia is one contestant who has two men after her. Um, she was coupled up with um, Daniel, the house hottie, the alpha, mm-hmm. so to speak. He he believes so, and he's sort of positioned as such. Um, I mean, he is
0: in like that model-esque. Yeah, looking he, way. He, he is, is the, the best looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you just saw photos of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but she's also being chased by Harvey. Who's this like loose canon Sephardic Jew character who we quite liked at the start? I don't think he's really <laughs> a Sephardic <someone who> Jew. <laughs> We're just going to go. He's that. more
0: just like a London Spaniard. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, but he's like a very good-looking boy next door.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who's a lot more playful. He mm. seems to have a lot more personality, which mm-hmm. I think might just be him being unhinged. We're yet yeah, to find he does,
0: out. He does seem slightly <laughs> fucked up.
1: But he, uh, but you know, Olivia was was saying that was sort of reflecting that she doesn't really have feelings for Daniel, the alpha hottie. He was like peas, apparently. This is yeah. Um, the analogy that she was using. Daniel's like peas and Harvey... Um,
0: bacon and beans.
1: Bacon and beans. And you don't want to wake up to peas. No one wants to wake up to peas, she so said.
0: So you, you forget that, in fact, that was a revision. Her comparison was initially between Daniel, who was peas... And Harvey, who is tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. Completely different quantities. No, on the she table. said tomato saucy. Tomato
1: saucy. D- Harvey
0: is tomato saucy. Is tomato sauce.
1: <laughs> but then she continued what and started to elaborate uh, yeah, on really this food analogy. It was on the really odd. Analogy. It's um, not
0: even food, it was really just the British breakfast table. Yeah, it was an English that was breakfast. That was like <laughs> that encompassed. All of the material she had for making metaphors,
1: which I, I think it's quite clear that tells us that she loves morning sex. There's nothing else to take from that.
0: Uh, or does she just love breaking? <laughs> <So> <laughs> who doesn't, Olivia? <laughs> um,
1: and and she didn't she didn't like Daniel. She she was off him. She was like he doesn't really have a personality. They kissed during a. She said she had the ick. She had the ick essentially, and they, they kissed during a kiss and tell game. And she reported back that she didn't feel anything, wasn't interested. Um, Then... Harvey started stirring the pot, being a loose cannon. He was spreading rumours about Daniel to get one up over him mm-hmm. and she found out and that was turning her off him. She's saying, I don't like game players. I feel like I'm being manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm learning more about this guy on day two. Hang like on Harvey a second. I don't really like back. him.
0: She was attracted it, to him. Yeah, but, and, he, but was, he decided yeah. to just go all in. He's got
1: some primary school boy shit going on there. Um, well, I guess he was trying
0: to he was trying to work with the fact that he was the only single guy in the house, and he was yeah. trying to turn it into a playful situation. But he like um, he committed too strongly to the bit.
1: Yeah, he was really playing a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: he was. Yeah, but but he. Um,
1: I think in his mind, he wasn't going to lie down and he, take it. He, he was going to fight for a yeah. for a broad.
0: Yes, but he didn't want to fight like uh, seriously. He was like. I'm going to very overtly adopt the role of the one who's fighting and with a a smirk.
1: Yeah, and be a trickster. (laughs) (laughs) The the trickster archetype. A joker. Yeah. Yes. And so then suddenly suddenly Olivia's like, oh, this guy, Harvey, that I thought I liked over this guy that I'm partnered with is turning out to be a jerk, which I I think might be the case. Mm Mm-hmm. And then instead of just settling with, oh, therefore I don't like either of these men, something weird happens and she turns back to Daniel mm. and starts uh, hidden on him.
0: And, yeah. and 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 it doesn't occur to her, you or I... That she could just like neither of she them. She
1: could like neither of them. But yeah, it didn't it didn't occur to any of us, her included. We were
0: just we when we were talking whilst watching, we were both like, Oh, well of course she's gonna go back to Daniel. Now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. And then we were like, hang on. She hates both of she them. She hates both of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there's no other options on the island. No, you can't yeah.
1: play that card. Mm. And if you want to stay on the island, which is a given, it seems, in the in it is it is taken for granted in their minds. It's not something to be thought about. They want to stay on the island. Yeah. And therefore... And I don't even think it's... it's she, I don't think she's pretending. So something shifted something in her feeling that became... She became a little possessive then of, of Daniel.
0: Yeah. But maybe she doesn't realise that, like, the horizons of her potential. Like, because she can leave. I know that a lot of them want to be there and I guess a lot of them want to be there for strong enough reasons because like you can't just do a little bit of going on Love Island. Yeah. So the reasons they have for being there are like quite intense and probably resilient to a lot of setbacks. But I I know something I know some things about this season. I know two people left it. Mm-hmm. Just there were two walkouts. You know so this already? Yeah, I know it already. Why? Because like Wikipedia.
1: Oh, do
0: you feel <laughs> betrayed?
1: I mean, why why would you have done that?
0: Um, well, when were we were doing the research,
1: Are the two people that walk out already on the show.
0: I don't know who did it because I stopped reading once I realised. Oh, I was you looked away. It for you yeah. slammed the computer <laughs> closed. Yes. But I know there were two walkouts. Okay. And I, yeah, and I know have that one out. I know the, like that the twist about Sophie that everyone knows.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, we're, we're should we say? I it? mean, yeah.
0: Okay. Dear listener, you have to watch along with us. Yeah, but I'm—I mean, I'm keen to see why the first one walks out. How intense it had to be to cause the walkout. Well, we've
1: seen a walkout before in seasons we've watched, have we not? It's when they're—it's when they are um, mortally humiliated. In
0: our long preparation for the beginning of this podcast, yeah. Which season? I can't remember.
1: I think it happened in an Australian. One of the two Australian seasons we've watched, but it always happens a bit later on when they've. Ah, tr- oh, remember it was Gerard. He left. Oh, yeah. It's because he Gerard he's left. like he's he had a Gerald. G- Gerard. He had a chance at love. It didn't work. It failed with multiple women in a row, and then I think that his e- his ego could take no more.
0: Yeah, but he was being friend zoned by like the entire show.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, when you say, like, you know, Olivia may have, you know, lost sight of her horizon, her p- potentiality. Yeah. I think that's that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that the atmosphere creates, bl- blinkers their minds in yeah. this way.
0: I wonder what's going on behind the scenes to, like, really hammer it home. You, you can only choose Daniel or Harvey. You can't just say yeah. – like maybe there's a producer because they're be in constant contact with the producers, yeah. right? So maybe there's a producer saying, well, you better – she might be seeking advice even, talking it over with the producers. The producers are probably yeah. becoming chummy with them and starting to like have a sort of confidant relationship yeah. with them. And she's saying, oh, I don't really like either of them. And they're saying, well, you better choose, sweetie, mm. if you yeah. want to stay.
1: Yeah. And and that's right. Like in a matter of days, there will be – a. Ceremony? What do they call that? When they partnering up ceremony or something? Uh, when the girls get yeah, to choose coupling, coupling a, ceremony, a coupling ceremony, yeah. and all the other guys are taken, so yeah. it's like it's a matter of life or death that she has feelings for Daniel.
0: Hmm. Mm. You'd think they can't be like they can't last through very much. I mean, we've only seen really a few cuts where she's now sort of. Sidling up to Daniel a bit more,
1: but here's where the like the power play starts because Daniel noticed immediately when she stopped giving him the cold shoulder, and he was of course sussed to that. He was like, "She's been, she hasn't been into me at all, and now suddenly she's like jumping all over me." And he's going to be off that because yeah. he's, he, he's like determined to hold on to his alpha mentality.
0: The twists and turns of love.
1: And then he's not going to be into it. So that's just going to amplify her feelings for him. She's a so perfect she's gonna,
0: situation for her. Yeah. She's got somebody unless, to love and unless, she doesn't actually have to deal with Unless
1: them. his alpha ego, it's already enough of a slight and he won't go there. Right. And then she will have lost out.
0: Sure. But he will too because nobody else likes him.
1: Yeah, and I think it's that alpha ego that's led to him having been single forever. Didn't he say in his intro? He's like ha- Well, I think that he's, he's a,
0: he and this approach to like the what's essentially the Madonna whore problem is oh. like a good segue back to the first episode cuz we just watched the second episode. Yeah. And last week we watched the first episode, but then we got so caught up talking about the show in general and about Sophie and the sui- suicides, <laughs> Sophie and the suicides <laughs> that um that we didn't get a chance to really recap episode one. And one of the big things from it was him. I remember, wh- what did he say? He said, um, "Oh, he, so he, uh, well...
1: So, let, let let me describe a, a little background. I mean, you, uh, hopefully yeah. all our listeners have watched the show and understand... Yeah, you want to describe how ha- it happens how at the very beginning? How it happens, yeah. yeah. So, in the very first episode, we meet the women first, one by one. There's five of them. Um... And once all the women have entered the villa and we've um, had a cursory introduction, they stand in a row, semi-submerged, up to their calves in the pool, which is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, And then... Halfway up the uh, uh, calf. The host, Caroline Flack, is like, all right, ladies. RIP. are you ready to meet the the gentlemen? And they're like, woo! Um, And then one by one, the men come out. um, They sort of... Enter into the villa. They're in board shorts and um, maybe a hat of some kind, and. But no top. No top. No top. You can see the abs. Sometimes a shoe.
0: And the big. Um. Synthetically feminised nipples. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Um, continue.
1: Yep, and <laughs> so um, one man enters. The first man enters. He has a brief look at the ladies. Um, and then Caroline Flack says, all right, ladies, if you're interested in Nathan, step forward now. Then the women have the choice to step forward in silence to express that they are interested in what Nathan looks like. Um, and then after that, Nathan has the choice of any of the women, regardless if they've stepped forward or not. And he gets to choose, make, it, make the decision. Um, he makes his choice. Usually they go for someone at least who stepped forward. Often the first couple of guys know women step forward. That's also a possibility. Keeping their options open. Yep. Um, So regardless of who steps forward, the man takes his pick um, and goes to stand beside that woman and then uh, at that point they are coupled up. Then the second man enters. um, He, again, Caroline Flack instructs the women to step forward if they're interested in what that second man looks like. Let's say that's Harvey. Um, Harvey then gets to make his pick. He can choose any of the women, regardless of whether they're stepped forward and regardless of whether or not they're already coupled.
0: I just want to clarify here that yep. you're using Harvey as the um, as the example name. Yeah, That's spelled J-A-V-I as in short for Harvey A. Yes. It's not Harvey as in Harvey Keitel. Yes, correct. Or the name that I call my robot vacuum. That's
1: right. Yeah. Did you ever get your robot vacuum a lady friend?
0: no. He's a bit lonely still.
1: Uh, but uh, effective. Does his job well. Yeah, I no think dust in my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, I assume they pull names out of a hat because there is an advantage to coming in as the last man because you can choose any woman... Um,
0: no, they definitely saved Daniel, the one who's hottest on first yeah, look, yeah, yeah. for so, the very last. So they
1: brought um, – so the five women, then they bring in five men one by one. They all get to choose. If a man chooses a woman that's already partnered, that man goes onto the bench. The um, cuck bench. Yeah, the cuck bench and sits down and um, – women also have the opportunity to step forward for a new man, even if they're partnered. But the important thing here is that the man ultimately gets to decide and these gender roles are never switched from season to season. Mm. The man is always choosing the couple. Um, So in this particular season, five women, five men, they're all partnered. One person was already on the couch. Mm -hmm. And then they really mixed things up. They brought in a sixth man. So this is odd numbers now. And in comes the hottie, the alpha. It's Daniel. Three women step forward. I mean, for he's him.
0: like got he's like got such a fragile attachment to those um, alpha behaviors mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he's very much not alpha. We gotta make yeah. that clear. And yeah. and
1: that was sort of clear to us in his introductory yeah. segment. Um, and I got the sense that he was either like a little schizoid and doesn't want to be partnered or he's lonely and I can't tell yet. Yeah. Like his alpha defences are maintaining a loneliness and I'm not sure whether it's something that he wants or doesn't I want. I think
0: he probably is happy enough he's in his own company actually.
1: But I, I think he's, there's a bit of confusion in him. If I'm the alpha, which I'm so desperately holding on to, mm. then why aren't I in a relationship like i think he does sense that there's something broken this defense isn't working
0: yeah well the mirror is enough for him i think
1: but he wants society to be mirroring that back to him as well well if
0: society said like it's totally fine for you to be with a mirror or it's like oh oh look how hot your partner is it's just you doing exactly what you're doing now, but it's reflected Yeah, at a very slight delay because yeah. you're not that far from the mirror and light travels quite quickly, <laughs> then um, he would be fine with that, I think. Yeah. If he was allowed to have a narcissistic love object, then he would.
1: Mm. What's, why isn't he allowed?
0: Because the rest of us all look upon that as masturbatory. Yeah and abject for that reason
1: there's something there's something in him that potential partners can sense that c- that keep them away from him and i i think he's confused cuz he he thinks he's doing the seduction perfectly
0: yeah well let's okay i want you to keep telling okay. us about that but one second let's yeah. just in answer to that let's skip a little bit ahead he eventually was partnered with a woman called Olivia and we can describe her a bit later yeah we were
1: just talking about her how how she was off him originally and into Harvey. yeah.
0: But what does he like about her? I've got no sense from what he said or from what he's responded to in her or anything about whether or not he likes anything in her or what he might like about her. It doesn't seem as if he does like her. He's just
1: chosen her. Now, so this is interesting. So when they first encounter each other Mm. at this uh, choosing ceremony, Mm. um, Olivia and Harvey are partnered. In comes Daniel, mm-hmm. the sixth, the final man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three women stepped forward to mm-hmm. indicate interest. Because he was that sexy. Because he was so stone-cold sexy. Truly he fox. is. Yeah, he's got great bod. Yeah. Um, now, Olivia wasn't one of the three women that stepped forward. Mm-hmm. One of the, Two of the women that stepped forward were already partnered. They left their initial partners to show interest in Daniel. And a third woman who wasn't partnered, the woman of colour, we'll get into that later, Mm -hmm. she also stepped forward. Mm -hmm. So there is one single woman that he could choose, an absolute hottie, potentially the hottest in the house. Potentially the hottest. I mean, up there with Sophie. Yeah, absolutely. He could have chosen her and not, um, I don't know, stuffed any relationships up, gotten off on the wrong foot with his new housemates.
0: And let's not forget all he knows about these people is what they look like. What they look like. And that they stepped forward. Yeah. Um, Or didn't.
1: So he could have chosen the single woman who stepped forward. He could have chosen two of the partnered women who indicated interest and stepped forward. That at least is reciprocated interest. Was Sophie one of them?
0: Or did she step forward for Scott?
1: I think, oh, that's a good question. Anyway, he chose a woman, Olivia, who didn't step forward and who was already partnered and she Mm. had not indicated interest in him. And, and you're like, whoa, that is stirring the pot, Daniel. So later on in that episode,
0: and is like objectively nowhere near as hot.
1: Well, I mean, as Marlon, that's a s- entirely no, that's subjective 100% opinion. One hundred percent empirical. I see, I see her appeal. Right to the to the to the British man. <laughs> I, s- I I understand it. I think she's can, she's can not you name Marlin. some of
0: the attributes. I mean, I. She sort of
1: had her roots were growing out and. <laughs>
0: I mean, the roots growing out is... It it's a, look. a good look. That's what I'm saying. For like, sure. it's a
1: particular look. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, later on in the episode, he's debriefing with another dude. And yeah. the dude was like, hey, how come you didn't choose Marlon? She stepped forward. She was single. Also, so you didn't choose those other two women that stepped forward. And he said, oh...
0: He said, the f- uh, I've got it written down here. Yes. The fact that Marlon stepped forward... Made me think she was maybe quite promiscuous.
1: Oh, and that was really the clincher for me in the whole episode. And then they just cut. But, I mean, they've kept this bit in because they know it's meaningful. And I was horrified. I mean, that is uh, such a a horrific and enlightening thing to hear in passing between two men.
0: Well, I was also horrified and I'm not going to try and claim... Complete naivete to these sorts of dynamics inside of um, the relationships between m- men and women, men and men, women and women. But, um, but I was fucking shocked because that I don't know at what level of development that sort of that sort of idea would obtain. But it's like when you're first. Mm when you're first learning how to hold hands with somebody or so, it's like not an adult position in any respect.
1: Yeah. It's to, to, to me, um, we can see it on one level as classic Madonna whore mm. that this idea that women show any desire, the expression of desire mm-hmm. in a woman is unacceptable to the to the oh, male well, that psyche, I agree with. I mean, yeah, and that's just true. I don't like sluts either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for him, he was like, uh, He there was there was no reflection there. He he wasn't sort of
0: no. He was just offering it as a really matter of fact thing. Yeah. of course you guys understand. He al- stepped forward. Yeah. Therefore, she's a whore. no.
1: He s- almost said it in this way where he, it was like he was quite a deep thinker. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like a, a, a sort of an obscure <laughs> thought that he'd had. Like he's Sherlock like, he, Holmes. He, he was like, oh, you know what? I don't know. There was He was like looking into the middle distance holding his water bottle. He was like, I don't know. You know, there was just something about how she stepped forward that made me think she was promiscuous. <laughs> like Like he was the first person to have ever felt this or put <laughs> it into words. That was sort of the most amazing thing. Uh, I really hope Daniel. she
0: just turns out to be a massive <laughs> slut, <slut-nose. laughs> uh, or a virgin.
1: <laughs> fingers crossed.
0: Uh, legs crossed. <laughs> um, yes, he did really think he'd he'd hit upon something. I agree,
1: but and uh, but I don't I don't think that's an all too common pro psychological profile in this show. Often, I people know. often people don't. The guys aren't didn't
0: react badly to it or they weren't surprised. They were like, yeah, yeah.
1: no. But, you know, in games where they sort of reveal secrets of their past or, you know, their s- sexual dalliances, mm. it doesn't seem to turn their partners off them. Everyone's sort of admitting to yeah. being loose. Yeah. So I, uh, I wonder if it relates to maybe a more familiar concept in most people's minds, although I think maybe the Madonna whore complex functions in many, many people's minds without them acknowledging it. But something that, that's a little bit more relatable is this idea that we are suddenly turned off by people who show us interest. It's mm. like that old thing of not wanting to be part of a club who would have us as a member. Yeah. And I, I wonder if he has some sort of, there's something there. Because I, I can certainly relate more to that than this idea that women are unattractive if they show desire.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's common enough to feel that love is cursed because you're not loved by the ones you love and you don't love the ones that love you. Yeah. Um, And maybe he's just projecting that outwards. Mm. Maybe, you know. Is it just a different mm. is it just the nineties versus the noughties?
1: Mm. Wait, which one?
0: He'd be the nineties.
1: Oh, because women are sluts. I mean yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Back when
0: they were
2: sluts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, no, just because he's like um he's expressing a, he's expressing an idea that hasn't been conditioned by uh, fifteen years of self-reflective memes.
1: Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Memes have done a lot to codify um, the problems that are inherent to love.
1: It's true. It's so true.
0: Yeah, maybe we should collect a few
1: and to and to sort of self-loathing and yeah. and, and, and yeah. melancholy and repetition compulsion. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: And addictions and all these things that all play into the way we couple up.
1: It's true. And remember this is this was shot in 2016, so they're four years Way behind back in in meme culture.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wh- okay. What other What other notes have we got from the first? I mean, episode? yeah. Um, first, I mean, there oh, was
1: the fact that they're all smoking. I mean, that yeah. like, <laughs> it's only 2016. That wasn't very long ago. This is why I love British television culture. Yeah, that would not have happened on, Brit- on Australian TV in 2016.
0: When was our first Love Island? I'll pull that up i question. Love Island, two thousand and seventeen, season one. Because there have only been two. 2017,
1: 2018, is that right? Um, 2018, 2019. One
0: was 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's the first one I watched was the first La- yeah, Australian one yeah, with yeah. Sophie Monk. That's the one that Grant Crap and Taylor won.
1: Yeah, and I watched that. I watched... Have uh, you watched it now? Uh, no, I, I watched a few episodes. I was horrified. That was it's really interesting to watch the first well the the first few seasons of such a show because they're not yet self censoring.
0: Yeah, well that's the other thing we notice about this Love Island UK season two. It's so much better yeah. than the current season. Yeah. It's just very juicy. Yeah. And part of it's the smoking. Yeah. I mean, the first time we saw smoking was Sophie and Tom went off for a chat and then they're just sitting there just <laughs> like lazily dragging on some cigs oh. and she looks so hot having a smoke oh see i don't think it so. even elevated him a bit yeah to just yeah. be like just sitting back even though he's got like
1: it makes them relatable udders. i don't know if it makes them hotter he's got
0: like big hereford udders <laughs> just huge titties yeah. with like long tubes as nipples yeah but he's smoking a cigarette <laughs> and he looks a bit more relaxed <laughs> and a bit more He looked so endangered. uncomfortable
1: smoking a ciggy. He looked like that guy who was bumming a fag Do you think he was just at the club because cool he was munted and he doesn't quite know how to hold one.
0: Just really straight yeah. fingers. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. It looked really awkward for him, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but um, I don't know.
1: Whereas Sophie looks like she smokes in her sleep. Yes. And she does it well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she looked... Um, what did she? She looked at risk <laughs> in light yeah. of what we know about it. Yeah,
1: her. but they're all smoking.
0: I know, but she smokes too well. Yeah, and too often. Yeah, um, and then I think that relates to another thing that, um, that I got caught up on, which is that Sophie does look the most attractive on the show. Yeah. To so this me. is
1: Sophie Graydon.
0: Sophie Graden,
1: <laughs> who I'm sure listeners you'll remember as um, the focus of this entire podcast. Committed
0: suicide, ex-Miss Britain. Um, and I don't know if that's just because she killed herself and we know that and because we've already directed so much time and energy towards the My focus already it. goes to her yeah, for exactly. that reason. But And our focus has gone to her because she committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. I mean... So, one, yes, if your focus is on someone, then you're going to notice more about them. Mm. But I guess that could go either way. It could accentuate the negative or the positive. But Mm. we've Mm. only chosen to focus on her because of the suicide Mm. and the the Love Island. And Mm. both of those... So, our selection of this particular personage for our focus is that she was on Love Island Mm. and that she killed herself. Mm -hmm. And... Neither of those things have made her,
1: and she's done a great job of both thus far.
0: Unattractive, let's say, or of like. No, you
1: know, I think I think that despite that that sort of bias that we might be bringing, yeah, she's genuinely likable. She's also considerably older than the other contestants. No, she's but this thirty. Is what I was,
0: I, b- I agree with you. my My initial apprehension of her yeah. is ah. Oh, She's just genuinely likable. What a lovely girl. She really is. But don't you think that's just because we like we are protective or something because she's killed herself? Yeah, because well, we're it's already also imbued
1: with a tragedy. Exactly. A tragedy. she's yeah. already
0: she's already caught up in the structure of a tragic narrative.: Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah, okay. But I wonder if if she was unlikable, I, I would still feel that. I would probably feel an, uh, a sort of um, an adjacent discomfort. But I would still dislike her if I disliked her. Like I do plenty of people on you this claim, show. You
0: claim. You claim. Yeah. I, I mean, you might be right, but it's And then very I think in my mind,
1: it. I'd twist it like, oh, you're a horrible person. I'm glad you're dead. Not fuck glad. Fuck not <laughs> glad, but like, yeah, it must be hard to live in that head. You're True. a horrible person.
0: Okay, but there's nobody on there right now that's like, oh, like, it must be hard to live in that head. No. Maybe Daniel feels a bit trapped. He's quite. Yeah. He, you get a bit of a claustrophobic feel for the way he's like, he's not really, he he's doesn't really seem capable shackled of shackled in loving. himself, isn't he? Yeah. Like even one of the guys, Nathan, who we'll talk about, <laughs> who's essentially like a <laughs> five foot three, Michael Caine, real estate agent.
1: He's a Victorian chimney sweep. <laughs> yeah, chimney sweep, that's Essex it. lad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, went to his, went to his um, partner in bed you're the most frigid girl I've ever met. Frigid You're, bird. Yeah, frigid bird. <laughs> and when she got upset with him, he's like,
1: Oh, what I said wasn't even that bad. You're just moody. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, off camera, off like in the diary room, she's just moody.
0: Yes. But even he doesn't seem like, Oh, your life is so terrible. Why don't you kill yourself? Or
1: anything no, like no. That. no they, <laughs> again, I just want to reiterate that it's not, my sentiment is not, Why don't you kill yourself? but like, Oh really? The, the that da- seemed
0: like what you were saying before. Oh,
1: no, it's <laughs> not what I'm saying. Just a darkness pr- might precipitate a yeah. Cri- yeah, you know, a crisis of self. But but plenty, pl- you know, that those two things don't go together. No, sure. Anyway, we both really like Sophie at this point in time. Definitely. She and she's she's thirty at the time of filming. She mm-hmm. she's. I know at least she's 10 years older than one of the other female contestants. Mm-hmm. So, she, you know, she's got a number of years on them. But, I mean, I've met plenty of fucked 30-year-olds. She seems like she doesn't have a taste for the dramatic. She's quite respectful of everyone.
0: Yeah, she's not stirring shit. She's
1: not stirring shit. She's she's with Tom, um, the, the Royd bag,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> who actually,
1: to <laughs> me... Um, <laughs> <laughs> seems also like, again, I love when people's aesthetic surprises me, their personalities yeah. surprise surprise me um, despite what they look like. Because Vis-a-vis
0: he, Josh and Luke. Real, exactly. Real heads from 2019. Absolutely. Ep- um, season of Love Island Australia will know. I mean,
1: maybe, Doctor, you can shed some light on this for me because um, oh I'm always God. like, oh, my God, you are roided. You've got neck tats. You are orange, mm. and there's just so many things about you that make me judge you mm. badly, mm-hmm, harshly. Mm-hmm. Again, that's uh, subculture, elitism, whatever it might be, classism, whatever it is mm. that I'm bringing there. Anyway, I'm sure plenty of us have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. But then often on this show, and I'm, I'm sure it's like um, a flair for casting as well, mm. but these men reveal this like emotional sensitivity, um, a softness a desire for love um they're they're often like m- m- more attuned than their female ca- counterparts in the show mm-hmm. and is that <laughs> mm-hmm. do, do roids – no i mean they're just part mm. that's that's testosterone boost <laughs> it's
0: not the roids. it's not the <laughs> it's the surprise isn't it that you like.
1: I love that surprise. Yeah, I, I love mean, it. and I love it in my day to day life. I can't life. remember
0: who said it, but they said that the greatest gift a lover can give you is surprise.
1: Right. I reckon that must be a big part of the appeal of a show like Love Island, where you know, from from one's lounge room, enter into the lives of people who seem so alien, um, and also so predictable mm-hmm. in our judgments, and then they're not. Or or it I'm just so easily it's so easy to please when you're working with that with that canvas. Like they do anything and I'm like, Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> A human being. Yeah,
0: that's right. If you just start with <laughs> Yeah just being Tom the Royd bag Yeah and then you say even one gentle and vulnerable exactly. thing that's enough.
1: Yeah. That's enough. Uh, and then again, <laughs>
0: that's m- just you lowering your standards for Love Island. Because again. exactly,
1: well, you're on the my, island. My, yes, you get on the island, but here we are on the mainland, and my and my mind is warped.
0: Okay. Well, I think we're going to have to do maybe like part of an episode where we talk about the different terminologies of Love Island. The ick, mm-hmm. getting to know them, confused, mm-hmm. strange. Mm-hmm. Um, here for the right reasons. Here for the right reasons. We'll talk about all that. So yeah, get Get will. to know. Getting to know them. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about all that, but I want to introduce one now, which mm. is Island Mindset.
1: Okay, that's certainly not something that's said on the show. No,
0: that's <laughs> between you and I. We're going to have to start establishing our own jargon. And the
1: Island Mindset. And I think
0: Island Mindset is that one where there's this artificial scarcity, this artificial urgency, yep. and it's um, yeah the different ways that love emerges under all of the constraints that are part of the show. Yep. And I guess also part of the watching of the show because – we're all on the island.
1: I crave that artificial scarcity. In fact, I don't necessarily... Yeah, it's artificial given, you know, the television show. Mm. But like in real life... Well, if you
0: want, I can lock you in the laundry <laughs> and make you record podcast episodes <laughs> for are, me. are you
1: Are you going to bring five roid bags into the room with us? I can go and find some. Yeah, because that's what's required here.
0: Yeah, that won't be at all menacing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's quite special, but they'll
0: surprise you. We'll, we'll, they'll they'll yeah. just sit down and start recording. Yeah, with
1: they'll you. be like, "Do you like the Simpsons?" And I'll be <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I do." Do you?
0: <laughs> hey, it's a good bet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <just> <laughs> <laughs> All right. How
0: far? How? How? What? What are we at? Fifty-four minutes.
2: Oh, we.
1: We really do find things to talk we about, Tom. We told don't you we, we would. Because we didn't even get to talk about how Tom looks like a painted egg. <laughs> I think he just did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does look toy like. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um,
1: so we've got a painted egg. We've got a Victorian chimney sweep. Should we name all of them in this yes, one? I yes. mean, it's
0: really about Sophie and about the suicides, but just so that we've got a background, we can. Yeah. Do you want to name. Yeah. Do you want to name the boys, and I'll name the girls?
1: Oh, I'm gonna struggle there. Yeah, no, I think I've got it. Okay, uh, you'll have to help me.
0: Okay, well, uh, okay, so I'm gonna just name both of them. You describe them, and I'll call out the names.
1: Oh, okay. You're gonna help me there too. I mean, I have descriptions,
0: but no, no, no. There's no more back and forth. <laughs> okay, wait. So I'll try and. Do You're them better in with or- the names. I'll I try and do them in order. Takes me at least seven episodes. Tom, your mate, the Royd Bag, he came out first.
1: Oh, yep. Yes, he did, and he's partnered with Sophie.
0: Yes. Then um, who we've spoken about enough. Then it was Nathan.
1: Wait, he's a personal trainer, I think, or a gym instructor. Yeah, personal trainer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tom. Then there was Nathan. I think he's a tradie of some kind. Yeah, I think that's But he right. really comes off more as a real estate agent. Yeah, doesn't Uh-oh. he? Or
1: chimney sweep, but yeah.
0: Michael Caine impersonator.
1: Yes, and he he's the shortest of the the bunch.
0: And I remember he said something notable, didn't he? When he first came on, we were like, oh, well, I uh, know we. I'm putting that oh, on you. I was like, yes. I love him because he just he just says the most heinous shit, and yeah. he doesn't realize <laughs> what he's saying. He goes, "I'll make the girls laugh. That's how I get them into bed." <laughs> I think my accent just changed for him just then. <laughs> I know,
1: thought what? that was spot on.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: What, changed from your regular voice? No, yes from the one did. that oh. I did for
0: Nathan previously. <laughs> and he goes, I'm, I'm, oh, now, I can, now I'm fucking, now I'm spooked on the accent. I'm <laughs> hoping to be tamed. No, I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm hoping to be tamed because I'm like a, I'm like a <laughs> fucking wild bull that needs to be told off once in a while. Oh, I got it right at the end there. I need to be told off once in a while. <laughs> I'm a liar, I'm a dog, I want a big fat lady to make me a bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've made that bit up. Yeah,
1: that was a paraphrase.
0: <laughs> but essentially that's what he was saying.
1: It was interesting. Yeah, he's no. he has no filter.
0: And a number of them said that, that they want to be tamed. Yeah. And I thought that was quite honest of them as well.
1: Two. Yeah, two of them said it in their introductory like sort of clips. Yeah. I'm here I'm to a be wild, tamed. I'm a wild boy and I need a bra that's going to tame me. <laughs> yeah.
0: And all the women—it's <laughs> really interesting. All the women got together before the men started coming out and saying what were they looking for, and all of them agreed. Because one of them, oh, I'm looking for one. Oh, I like them.
1: Oh, I like them. <laughs> Can you do a voice? No, absolutely not.
0: I like them—dark, handsome, and tall. Dark, handsome, and cocky.
1: Yeah, and it, and, cocky. and the other women were like, yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> tall, dark, handsome, and cocky. Yeah, and they all started agreeing, and all of them want someone who's tall, dark. Handsome and cocky, yeah, and only one so of them had any melanin under his keratin la- ker- keratinous layer of his skin. Mm, a
1: person of color,
0: person of color, yeah. Therefore, what's the dark part of the tall, dark, and handsome?
1: I think um, maybe you mean the acceptable.
0: Is it an aesthetic... Qu- uh, uh, sorry, no, not aesthetic. No. it is an aesthetic quality, but is it a visual
1: quality? I always thought so. I thought it was maybe like a Southern European.
0: So, dark, swarthy. Dark,
1: yeah, swarthy. Swarthy, exactly.
0: But they're never tall. I Slavs aren't tall. Mm, uh,
1: Italians, yeah, Italians. I guess. Um, you get some string bean Italians. The black Irish. <laughs> is that what they're going for? <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> but tall, dark, handsome, and cocky. Yeah, and, I and I've if got that here in brackets. Historically, is like I.E. cocks. Close brackets.
1: Yes, they want jerks, and then they, there's there's the repetition compulsion, okay. right? That they then then they date jerks, and then like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> yeah. But they. But Who they are you
0: quoting there?
1: Literally every contestant you know, on Love Island. Why ever. does this?
0: Why does this keep happening? Ah. Uh,
1: uh, what was her name? Cassie. Cassie. From the last season last of Love Island
0: Australia. Yeah. Right. Yep. Look it up, listeners.
1: So, but anyway, I am interested. Tall, dark and handsome. Is the dark referring to um, a, m- a mood? the darkness of spirit. Yeah. yeah
0: could be. Um I mean, we need to look. I, I can't wait to meet like, m- Mike Thalicetus. Yeah. And to see if he's got a similar thing to Sophie going on or if he's like a bit voidy and melancholic in the first place or what. Yeah. But, um, okay. okay so, okay, so we've got Nathan. So we've gone Tom, Tom and Nathan. Nathan. Nathan coupled up with Kara, mm-hmm. who is our burlesque circus stripper. Yep. Um, and seems to be, um, more towards the circus end of, like, character? She's she's sort of, like, got an, a bit of an acro vibe, mandalas in the house.
1: Mm, I think she's more on the burlesque stripper side of things, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I she's got like, that from m- her, she's fr- like, her
0: opening clip where she was really making a lot of the snake that she had with her. Oh, already.
1: yeah, I think they definitely wanted that for that clip. But she was like, oh, most was nights I'm in pasties in a G-string.
0: I didn't, I missed that part. You, oh, you missed that bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's
1: like, most nights I'm in pasties in a G-string. So, um, in my personal life, I take things very slow.
0: Right, okay. Um, and uh, then after Nathan and Cara was, um, I think it would have been Scott.
1: All right, that's just oh, no, like no. A, a blank in my mind. Ha-
0: it would have been Harvey, Ah. Uh, Javier, Javier, and he went with um, Olivia.
1: Yeah, they partnered, Harvey and Olivia. Yep. Harvey does speak Did Spanish. He's he Spanish-British. Uh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's tall dark and handsome.
0: He's a good-looking guy. And he seems really chill.
1: No, he is off his rocker, loose cannon.
0: Let me rephrase. He seemed really chill, He then.
1: seemed really chill. He's se- he like had he's a also very just good easy manner. Yeah.
0: But they're all pretty good-looking except for Nathan and Tom. And Tom, who just looks like yeah. A chicken cutlet. Yeah. Yeah, Tom looks ridiculous. yeah, Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah. He really does.
1: Yeah. But in fact, I think, here we are.
0: Yeah. He seems to be a pretty open-hearted man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's like ready ready to marry Sophie.
0: Notwithstanding the heart condition he's brewing from Mm, all of the steroid use. And um, after Harvey was Scott, Scott.
1: Okay. Oh, Scott's yes. narrow-shouldered, cute. Yes. cute one. Oh, uh, uh, several of them stepped forward for Scott. They liked him, which was surprising. yes and he's like one eighth the width of I Tom. I think
0: Sophie st- stood forward for yeah. him and um, betrayed Tom. Tom.
1: Yeah, that was awkward because she didn't get chosen.
0: Yes, and then Scott went for Zara. Yes, Scott chose Zara in the end. Who's the other Miss Britain?
1: Oh, the blonde of yes. the house,
0: the one who looks. The one who said that she'd (laughs) once been described as SpongeBob SquarePants (laughs) and it's fucking true. It is true. It is true. Her her head looks
1: like a piece of toast. She's cubic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then um, and Scott (laughs) seems a bit characterless, but he's good looking.
1: He is good looking, but yeah, yeah, he does seem uh, a bit simple.
0: And then... So that's everyone, uh, oh and then Rikard. Rikard. Rikard.
1: Beautiful man, also quite simple, but very
0: beautiful. Simple, roided. He said something interesting on his way out. Person of color. Um, he said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "Do you want to speculate on his like ethnicity or origins or extraction?" I'm not. I'm not anything? sure,
1: but I mean, to me, it's it's a point worth making because he ends up with Marlon, who is. The only other person of colour. That's right, and they end up with each other by yeah, default. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, because he ends up, Reichardt ends up on the bench at some point. I can't remember. Correct,
1: and then so by default ends up with Marlon, who stood forward two, maybe three times, and didn't get and didn't selected. Get got, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and so then they end up by default, yeah. and then Reichardt says, "She's the one I wanted anyway, which was but so because cute. she didn't step forward for me, I didn't choose Aww, her." Which is see the opposite. The opposite of Daniel, exactly. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to choose someone who doesn't want me. I don't want to force myself upon yes, anybody. I yeah. guess I'm speculating that much now, but still. Yeah. Um. But remember what he said when he was on his <laughs> way in? Do you remember? He goes, when my ex sees me on Love Island, she's going to be oh. like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but he's 100% over the ex now. Like, oh, by sure. the second episode, he's in love with Marlon.
1: He's. N- I mean, are you being tongue-in-cheek? Because he's clearly not over his ex He's on the show because of his ex.
0: He's over her,
1: baby. Oh, you are deluded. <laughs> I mean, jealousy—making someone jealous—is, I'm sure, a pretty common motivation for going on this show. This is this is he how loves insecure his default brown This is like how insecurity works. <laughs> Life oh, really? has trampled me.
0: No, you have to think my about heart, it from within the logic of the show.
1: My heart is a, a crumpled mess. I'm going to go on Love Island, and that'll show my ex.
0: Do you think it has shown her?
1: Oh, it depends how he conducts himself.
0: We should research Rikard's ex.
1: I'd love to know. Rikard,
0: so, Love Island. Or
1: no, but it's going to. Oh, there's you something
0: here for next season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> next season. Oh, next episode. Sorry, <coughs> he's killed himself as well.
0: No. Um.
1: Yeah, leave that. Leave that.
0: Leave it for another time because there's something there. Um, I can't
1: remember what Rikard does.
0: Tune in next week to hear about Rikard and his ex. Oh, very d- juicy. Dying
1: to know. <laughs> um. And then who else have we got?
0: That's it, and then Daniel came out, and we've talked about Daniel as already the sort of show pony who's got no soul.
1: Yeah. Who, and who's um,
0: coupled up with Olivia.
1: Yeah, he stole Olivia from Harvey. Olivia, stole her from Harvey, yeah. Forced himself upon her. Um, And so uh, Marlon is the other woman who was chosen last by, well, wasn't chosen last, yep. Yeah. Got Rijkaard by default. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She's the other person of colour. Mm. In the house, um, and seems really lovely. I, I mean, when when it, it, this is a running theme in Love Island that people of colour don't get chosen. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you might just have to take our word for that, but we've watched a couple seasons yeah. now, and it's really the case that yeah. in these first coupling up episodes, and then also cu- carrying out through throughout the season, yeah, um, people of colour. Um, Tend to be ignored by the editors, yeah. and um, also have a, a much less frequently coupled up with in the first yeah. e- first episode.
1: And uh, yeah, there is it's an interesting point that the p- they're forced into this position of taking it well. It's really a complex issue of like taking this rejection well, and then having internalized this racism that is clearly sort of happening on the screen.
0: Mm. I would say the difference is actually, although it was a very boring season, the most recent season of Love Island, that's like astra- win- astra- winter oh, Love Island yeah. UK, yeah. where more than half of the contestants were yeah. people of it's colour. Yeah, it's
1: different in the Australian Love Island.
0: Yeah, Australian Love Island was different. It's just r- but the, the rampant racism. But the most recent winter Love Island UK, I've got to gotta say that, that that was not the case. Totally.
1: Hmm. Yeah, different culture. wonder what's changed. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: All right. I think that's enough for this week. All right. Oh, sorry. Now that I've said that, there's one thing I really wanted to say from episode two, which is, I think, a fine place to leave it. Zara, who's the Miss Britain, who's the one that's coupled up with um, Scott, Mm -hmm. our narrow-shouldered, very sexy boy next door.
1: and she's the blonde.
0: And she's the blonde SpongeBob SquarePants. She said... This is on the second day. (laughs) I've been feeling really on edge today. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) And we're both like, because you're on TV, babe.
1: (laughs) You're naked on TV with a bunch of strangers. Exactly. Sharing a bed with a man you only just met.
0: Yes. And I think it reminded me of like, you know, and this could be me, just me. But let's see if you share it with me. You ever on the plane and i don't, i'm not uh, i don't I'm have
1: sometimes on the plane
0: are you on the plane i, d- I don't have any um like f- uh consistent anxiety about the plane but every now and then the plane <laughs> on a plane <laughs> every i got to use the indefinite article okay. before you do yeah. it uh, every now and then i just like oh there's not really anything under my feet right now oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah that the only thing that's producing this illusion of solidity beneath my feet is the velocity at which we're travelling. Otherwise, I'm just Floating in, through air. In air. And Ooh. I think that she just sort of had that, she, she hasn't had that I- realisation, but no. she's experiencing the anxiety that attends that so, that structure. Absolutely.
1: The the hidden feeling, the underlying feeling or thought is not she's, yet there. She's I mean, just they got have to, go to think about it that. for a little bit longer but and then she's like, oh, I'm in thin air. But they simply shan't.
0: No. <laughs> They simply shan't.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are floating through space.
0: (laughs) See you on the mainland. See you. Bye.